You're listening to Were You Still Talking? Hey, welcome to the show. This is Were You Still Talking? This is Joel Albrecht again, and on my show today I have Bill King, or as he's known for a lot of the world, Scruffy Tam. He is a streamer on Twitch, which is something I'm still wondering about and still learning about, similar to the last podcast, if you heard that, with Two-Tone Murphy. It's a a very new thing for me, and um, a bizarre... Bizarre world, bizarre and wonderful world. Uh, He is also an automobile technician for 14 years, then service manager for 14 years for almost, um, oh, wait a minute, I'm reading this wrong. I'll get into that further and get that straight. Uh, He owns a drone service company since 2014. At one time, he owned eight drones, which I think is pretty cool. And I saw a video where he was describing one of them, so... We'll get into that too. He's married. He's Thirty. Uh, he's been married for thirty-two years. I've barely been alive that long. Okay, not true. He has a daughter, two granddaughters, and another on the way. I think it says I'm, my email's getting cut off. There it is. He started streaming in September of 2020 and was truly a variety streamer, playing any and everything. This is going to be fun. I'm going to find out more about Twitch, more about someone from. South Carolina, I believe. Uh, Bill, how's it going? Nice to have you on the the podcast today. How are you? It is going fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me here. Um, I, I love talking to people, and I love talking. So uh, I think you've I think you've got a good guest today. How are you? That is definitely what I go for. That that's really how I choose my guests. As, uh, no celebrities have answered my phone call yet, but, uh, well, now you're a celebrity. Congratulations, by the way, on the 1,000K stream. Thank that you. Was that a was, lot it was of incredible. Fun. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? When, yeah. 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 I just had half that, and it was quite it was quite a, an event. But, yeah, really fun. And you stream for a long time. You, you, you have long, long streams. Didn't you go for, like, six hours today? today was just under five um i used to only stream two or three hours at a time but i found that the longer streams usually do better so yeah today was just under five hours yeah that's true longer streams really do do better and i'm gonna get in i'm gonna back it up now i'm gonna go back to something that because many people might not even know what twitch is or if they do know what twitch is what we do on Twitch. So I'll start with the first question. You've been doing it a lot longer than I have. What is Twitch? What is Wow, that's a good question. And you're going to find out how much I love to talk. (laughs) So (laughs) um, I'm I'm an automotive instructor, been doing that for a little over four years. And what got me on Twitch was my students on their break times, I would notice them watching something on their computers. Each one of our students has a um, school owned computer at their desk. And so we can look on with what they're doing. And I was looking on one day and I saw a student looked like they were watching someone playing a video game. So yeah, I'm 53 years old, but I like to try to act like I'm, you know, as young as they are. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I just asked them, Hey, what is, what is this that you're watching? And they said, well, we're watching, you know, I don't know who it was, but it was some well-known person at the time playing some game I'd never heard of. And I thought, how stupid is that to watch someone play video games? Why would you waste your time watching someone play video games? Now, I've always been a gamer my whole life. I've loved playing video games. So it was the next day or so that they asked me, oh, are you on Twitch? Well, being the guy that wanted to fit in, I said, yeah, I am. So really quickly made an account on Twitch and it was Thanos squad because I mean, look, look at this. Do I not look like Thanos? No, but um, yes. Yes. <laughs> so my suit, yeah. that's why I got the purple light too, to kind of make my fit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so my students would call me Thanos. I mean, that was, that was a nickname. So I came up with Thanos squad, Thanos being Thanos and then quad being quadcopter or drone um, oh right right yeah just as kind of a joke and then i kind of got hooked on twitch and a year later i wanted to stream and so so what is twitch i'm sorry twitch um wow 
it's hard to describe what Twitch is. Um, for me, it was something where I could share my love of playing games with other peoples of the same like mind. So I was really into Splatoon 2. It's a like a first third-person shooter, but using ink, a Nintendo game. And I wanted to see more people playing Splatoon 2 so I could get their strategies. And that's what got me hooked on Twitch. And that's one of the first games that I played on Twitch was Splatoon 2. Uh, but it's a place where you can get together with like-minded people that have the passion that you have for whatever it is that you're playing at the time, whether it be variety streaming, PC gaming, flight simming, uh, and, and, you know, whatever your passion is, you can go there and share it with others that have the same like mind and gain knowledge, share knowledge and grow together, um, in, in your knowledge. And, and I absolutely love it. It's a beautiful place. It's really interesting because it I when I heard that people would watch other people gaming and there was professional gamers, I could not even believe that was I mean, and this started like ten years ago or something. You know, I yep. was I was so like, there's what? There's professional gamers. And uh, that's kind of what we're trying to make our our way in now is a this massive, massive platform where um the flight simulation thing is is, you know, comparatively pretty small and but it, it's it's such an amazing community and um yeah i had i don't really play other games so i knew even less about it you you actually found out about it long before i did um when did you change from thanos to scruffy tan when how did, and so, what is that yeah 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 so once i started streaming um well dang it it's another long story joel i'm sorry <laughs> so <laughs> Scruffy came about in 1996 or 1998. Um, I bought my first PC that had a whopping two gigabyte hard drive in it. Um, and I really was into chat rooms, chatting with people online and just meeting new people. It was the first time the world really opened up for people where you could meet and talk to people on the other side of the world. Uh, and, you know, learn cultures and stuff like that. So I was really um, involved in that, really just amazed by it. And so I had to have a chat room handle. I had a Lion King mouse pad. Lion King had just came out, and I said, hey, that's that could be my handle. I'll use one of these characters from Lion King. I had my mind just went blank, and the only thing that came to my mind was Scruffy. Don't know where that came from. Uh, so Scruffy was my original username with two Fs. And I used that in a lot of places. Well, then Scruffy started getting used more. I wasn't able to use it. So I changed it to one F. Then it got used a lot. And so now, you know, I added Tam to the end of it. And here, the Scruffy Tam. Oh, um, interesting. So is it, uh, I've ha I haven't even had, had to do this. Is it hard to change a name or is that pretty simple? No, it's pretty simple. It, so all uh -huh. I would do was just um, as I would join new places i would just use my new my new username and I, no i wouldn't go change my old usernames back yeah okay so yeah. What, i mean when you start oh, you mean on twitch oh yeah on twitch on twitch Dude. i mean yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you man i like to ramble um so yeah on twitch um i went from it's very easy you can only change it once every 30 days i think but you can change it as much as you want to now, I wasn't a streamer at the time. Now that I'm a streamer, I, I will never change my name. But I went from Thanos Squad to um, Scruffy Tam when I decided, no, this is before I started streaming. I went to Scruffy Tam. And then, as a joke, went to Scruffy Tamayo just as a joke in someone's, uh, someone's stream that I was a, a big member of. But, yeah, so um, now I'm Scruffy Tam, and it, it's easy to change. Did that answer your question? Mm-hmm. It did, because in the flight sim itself, um, for people listening who don't know what I'm talking about, we play Microsoft Flight Simulator on Twitch, um, as well as a lot of the times off Twitch. But oh, yes. in that, it I think it cost me $9 to change my screen name. And I want, you know, I wanted it, to, once I started streaming, it like, well, it really needs to match my stream name and I thought it did, but somebody uh, on my <laughs> somebody on my Twitch pointed out that I had um, 
it was fights with Joel instead oh. of flights. <laughs> Which no one, I don't think most people know this because they expected it to be flights with Joel. So I think most people did not even, you know, read it That's clearly. Hilarious. And when you're flying around, it's hard to read the names. Uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. So so that was kind of a pain in the butt, but I'm glad that Twitch is not. But yeah, now that I'm streaming, it would be a bigger deal. It would be a bigger deal, I'm sure. Oh, gosh, so. yeah. So thankfully, I had fallen into the Scruffy Tam username years ago, and that's pretty much. I mean, you can search, and I'm sure you did. You can search Scruffy Tam online, and you, you'll you'll find my real name like super easy because I'm Scruffy Tam everywhere. Right, right. You are. You have. You've got that label down. So, and you don't seem to have any um, social media under your real name as a shop technician, as a teacher. Just um, not your thing. YouTube is Bill teaching us automotive technology. Oh yeah, I saw that. And saw then that. Uh, I do have a Facebook page, and that's it. Everything else is scruffed in. Everything else. Yep. So how now did... I take that back. Besides on Instagram, I do have my Greenwood Aerial um, page for my drones. That's oh it. right, right. And you still do. That's still a business, right? You still are doing that. It is. It's super slow right now because everyone and their brother has a drone and the FAA doesn't care if you're certified or not. So, yeah, it's kind of slow. Oh, they don't. I didn't realize yeah, they don't, that. They don't. I thought they, oh, okay. I thought they did care. So they just don't really check up on that. They don't enforce it. There we go. They don't. Yeah, the, yeah okay. That's the word. So, to, but to be certified, didn't you have to pass um, like the written for a private pilot or something? I, I mm -hmm. thought, yeah. So yeah. you are you are halfway to to doing the private pilot course. <laughs> Where, you know, how, how's of, that going? <laughs> I thought I was about halfway, Joel. You thought, and I'll tell you, I was kind of cocky. I mean, I thought I knew some crap about flying uh -huh. until I became a flight simmer, and some of the real pilots came in. Then I realized, hmm, no, Scruffy doesn't know anywhere, not even a quarter of what he thought he knew about stuff. So, um, yeah, it was. I did have to learn a lot and a lot of people in the drone community or that want to get their part 107 is the name of it mm -hmm. um, certification they'll just get an app on their phone and they'll memorize a bunch of questions to pass the test and i didn't want to be that person so i signed up for a two-day class in virginia and drove up there and spent two days learning from an airbus pilot all the whys because i'm a why person that's I guess that's just how I'm wired. That's why I like working on cars because I want to know how something works and why it does what it does. Oh, right. So I want, yeah. So I want to know the whys. Why is it that I can only fly 400 feet in the air? Why is mm -hmm. it I can only fly a certain number of um, miles from an airport and why this and why that? So I got to hear it from a pilot's perspective, you know, why the laws are or the regulations are what they are. And it was it was it was interesting. And I and I, I'm thankful for that. And that made me cocky, though. I thought I knew some stuff because an but Airbus pilot taught me. That's really good, though, because I learned as I was as I was learning to fly. So I learned, you know, I'm reading the books as I was learning to fly, and I have a terrible memory. So just memorizing it was out of the question, partly because I, I'm not good at memorizing for a test, and partly because I'm the same way. It's like I want to know... Um, what all this weather is about why 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 wouldn't you fly in this weather you know why don't you take off with 100 feet of visibility that should be obvious if you're a pilot but you know <laughs> and, and why is it four why is it a mile why isn't it two miles you know mm -hmm. different things like that so i was i was i think i had soloed or was close to solo before i took the written because i for one i wanted to pass it uh and also when you're trying to get your pilot's license you've only got you you have a uh, limited amount of time once you take the written it's like then you have to get your license within uh, i can't remember what it is but you have a there's a cutoff date you don't you don't just have an infinite amount if you want to actually get your license or you'll have to take it again i think um but i was really nervous hearing how many people would just memorize it because uh, i shouldn't tell the world this but it's so easy right it, it you can just memorize the answers they give you the answers so you can just go in and memorize every answer and click, click, click. And um, mm -hmm. I guess, especially for professional pilot training, that's not uncommon because they're trying to get through something and they're spending a lot of money. And yeah, that always kind of blew my mind. I um, 
I definitely wanted to learn what what this was about. And I've since, you know, I've forgotten most of it because I same thing. I still learn a lot um, flying in the sim. And I'm always shocked when people I'll be flying with people for months and then they let me know that they're professional helicopter pilot. And I'll just kind of be blown away. <laughs> you <know>, what? <laughs> you, you know, sweat starts pouring out of me. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking of, of doing some, uh, I'm going to be doing some lessons for the helicopters in the sim. And it's like, well, nobody else is doing it, but I don't really feel qualified just, just with the other people I fly with. It's kind of nuts. It's kind of yeah. nuts. So um, enough about flight simming for the moment. Did you always work on cars? Like, did you start as a... Um, when you were a teenager, when you first got a car, or is that something you went into more of as a, as a profession? I started before then. So when I was a kid, um, you know, and I don't, I don't know what really got me into cars, but when I was a kid, I'm talking before I was 10 years old, I was hanging out at the neighbor's house working on cars. And oh yeah, okay. Th th there's no background in my family for that. It's not like my dad or my granddad or anything was a mechanic. But I just loved working on stuff. And remember, my mom and dad got me one of these Radio Shack, I don't know, a thousand and one electronic kits, whatever it was back in the day, a little wood frame and the mm -hmm. springs, you know, you put the wires in and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that that really just kind of solidified my love for um, electronics and, and cars. So my next door neighbor growing up once we moved here to south carolina the next door neighbor was a mechanic and so i was hanging out over there and so yeah it was just kind of natural for me so i went to i took it in high school two years took it in college two years and was fortunate enough to get hired right out of college and like i said was was a mechanic for seven years at one dealership left that one went to another dealership for seven years and then the original dealership called me back um, to be their service manager. And I did that for 14 years. Wow. I started teaching. Yep. Wow. That's great. Yeah. I started working on cars when I was, uh, well, before I could drive because my dad worked on his cars and my brother worked on his cars and he was a lot older than me. And my dad worked on cars because they broke a lot, you know, in those days yep. it, it, you saved a lot of money if you had any idea how to work on cars. And he also bought an Audi and I don't know what you think of Audis, but in the seventies, they weren't great, okay? They weren't great. He they kept weren't. he kept replacing half shafts in his front wheel drive Audi. <laughs> yep. So, and then my brother uh, wanted to go faster. So his first car was a '71 Trans Am, and he immediately blew it up. And you know, so I was always hanging around, sniffing around. And then I bought my first car was a '68 GTO, Ooh. and yeah, as if it needed anything. Um, I also wanted to make it go faster. <laughs> Nice. Eventually, I fell in with hot rodding guys, and um, so I, yeah, I learned. I did everything on that car. I didn't do any paint, but we redid the entire engine. Uh, I didn't go through the transmission. I just replaced it with a better one. Replaced the rear end. You know, had everything. Everything mechanical was in pieces at one time or another, and we weren't doing anything like today. Um, it seems like the restor restorers do everything's you know, to make it prettier, even when they're hot rodding. It's like they make, they, their cars look so amazing, but ours were just, uh, you know, they were 10, 10, 15 year old cars and we just fixed them to make them go. That's uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> so, right. yeah, that's yeah. what I did too. <laughs> just make them go faster. So when you, uh, when you became an auto technician, you, you lucked into it. You never, um, I mean, what do you think of the changes in automotive technology? Did it, did it ever get overwhelming or was it just something you kind of kept up with? And, um, because it seems like it's completely changed from when you started to mm -hmm. what it is today. It seems like a whole different field. Oh yeah, it definitely is. And thankfully, and I mean that thankfully I was in, I started out when carburetors were still on all the cars. And I'm thankful for that because that was, they gave me a good base. Uh, so, you know, I was rebuilding carburetors and it's weird because we were rebuilding mm -hmm. alternators and starters now, and no one does that anymore. You just go out and buy a new one. You know, you can't even, there's no more alternator and starter rebuild shops anymore, but yeah. So I started out doing everything. Um, and technology in the eighties was actually horrendous. 
Uh, I would right. I would rather have just stuck with Chrysler, have, Chrysler K car. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I would rather have you know either either been born earlier and worked on cars pre nineteen eighties or you know in the late nineties and started. Uh, but yeah, we had to suffer through all the vacuum hoses and all the the first emission systems, which were just horrendous. It was an absolute nightmare. Um, but now cars are are really interesting. And yes, I am intimidated by the new stuff, the electric cars, the um, um, shoot automated. Uh, what is it when when they drive themselves? Um, and that doesn't so yeah. scare me so much. It's just the technology in there mm -hmm. and students they they come into automotive and they're they're directed to us a lot of times by their counselors at school or whatever and they think that the the counselors think we're still in the 70s and 80s so you know this student can't learn math or, or doesn't want to learn math and doesn't want to do good in school so hey let's put him in automotive he can always fix a car Oh. oh, ouch. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh. Hey, and we see oh that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's kind of the opposite. It's kind of the opposite now. It, it, oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, so I mean, I, yeah, I look at my engines now, and it's been, well, the last car I had was a Toyota pickup. And so it was like probably the simplest car I ever had. And then I went from that to a Prius. And it's like, oh, wow. yeah, I look at the Prius and go, hmm, okay. I'm glad it doesn't break. I'm glad right, nothing yes. happens. Like, what? Yeah, anyway, but. Yeah, so that's that's a real problem that we're having, and not only us, but schools across the country, because um, people are still of the mindset, somehow, I don't, I don't know why people still think this, that a mechanic, um, you know, they go home at night, grease up to their elbows, and, you know, they're, they're just nasty tobacco-chewing, spitting, people you know cussing and stuff but that's not the case i mean <laughs> technicians uh you know if you if if you really think about it technicians need to know a ton of stuff they have to know the mechanical stuff but now you're talking three phase ac and i mean there's a and high voltage there's there's a lot of stuff that goes into cars now it's, yeah it's a whole and different it, level and uh, I mean, we're, there's a lot of publicity about the chip shortage and how cars aren't getting on the street because of the chip shortage. I don't think people realize that there's not just one chip in a car. I mean, <laughs> there, there's a lot of chips, right? Every every, yeah. every different function has a chip for it. It's, it, yeah, pretty nuts. Absolutely. And is there still, I mean, uh, it seems like there has been for a long time, but is there still a, a shortage of techs? It, it really seems like there's a, a, at least where we are, there's a huge shortage. You know, oh, there is, there is, there's yeah. a huge shortage and this, you know, whatever's going on in the labor market overall anyways, uh, just compounds it even worse. But yeah, there, there's a huge shortage for technicians. There's hardly a week that goes by that we don't have at least one, but multiple people calling needing, needing technicians. I'm sorry. Should Was that the Star Wars phone? theme? Yes. <laughs> We've got to, well, it's, you know, we're, it's a semi-live podcast. We've got to have at least one phone go off. Sorry about that. That's quite all right. Not a problem. Uh, so we were talking about technician shortages and things like that. Um, and, and I think, um, well, there's been several people that advocate for tech schools other, instead of uh, four-year colleges and beyond. And it, to me, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I'm definitely 100% behind people looking into something that, for one, doesn't cost nearly as much. Mm. And when you get out, you're pretty much guaranteed you're going to be able to go to work somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we had a factory. Um, now, we teach automotive, but automotive students are kind of sought after, too, not only by the automotive field, but these factories as well, because factories have machinery and robots that break down and so if you can fix a vehicle you have the mindset of repairing things you're good with your hands so they want our students and that's one of the problems with the automotive technicians is uh, being having a shortage is that they can make sometimes more working at a factory and better benefits than working at a dealership or at a shop so there's a huge draw to technicians to factories to repair equipment when it breaks down 
So is that because the shop has taken all the money? Because it, it sure doesn't seem... <laughs> <laughs> Seems like the customer pays a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's and coming from I can see it from both sides. Um, as a service manager, I can definitely see the the side of you know what the labor rate cost is versus what the technicians are paid and what the customer pays. There's a lot that weighs into that. Um, yeah, let me just yeah yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a ton that weighs into that. The shops right. aren't always the right. bad guys when it comes to the to the price and the, and the pay, but uh, there's going to have to come a time when customers realize that hey, um, you know, my cars are very technologically advanced, and I need a good quality technician. I'm going to have to start paying more. And yes, we pay a lot now, but yeah, and it, well, I buying a um, hybrid automobile has. Uh, it's been really, it's been quite an experience because when I had my first big repair, I was, I was like, you're kidding. It's that much for that little part. And I mean, why do I even need this part? The, the factory just changed the part just like it. You know, it was, it was on a recall and they just changed this, this water pump. But then there was a second water pump that had to be replaced and I'm bitching and moaning and kind of stamping my feet. And then I looked up and I went, wait, it's been 10 years. This is my first expense. And, you know, I think that's a big difference with most new cars is that they're gonna, they, it's, it's a lot longer before you need anything. You know, by the time you get through the warranty period, anything that would have broken that was done wrong is ha probably broke and everything else is not, you know, it's going to last a while. Yeah. They seem yep. to be a lot, a lot longer, especially as we get more and more into hybrid and electric vehicles. I mean, electric, uh, Electric motors, there's nothing to them. Right. There's nothing there. They don't break. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, it's all the controls and stuff that go along with it. That it's that all. It's right. It's all the well. It's the Bluetooth and the yep. and the electric windows and the electric defog dog washer and you know all. Yeah, yeah all the other goodies. <laughs> all the other goodies. Those do. Those are what have the problem. It's pretty funny. Things that you have to have in your car. Right. Yeah. So are you, in, are you also a car guy? Like, is there, do you have a favorite kind of car? I think, I think once on your stream, you said you were into, uh, was it top fuel? Yeah. Top yeah. Fuel? I, I love drag racing. Um, I've never, I've never drag raced before <gasps> and oddly. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, not that I need, not, not, not at a track. I'll, I'll put you have never way. drag raced at a sanctioned event. You mean? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um oddly enough i am not one that that likes hot rodding things and i guess it's just because i've I always worked at a dealership i wasn't um didn't really have the money to spend on a lot of stuff so my first car was a volkswagen bug a 72 mm -hmm. and thankfully things were rather inexpensive there and so i did i did do some you can't call those a muscle car, but I did do some, uh, some engine work <laughs> and it would pull the front wheels off the ground. I mean, it would pull the wheels. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I never, I, I, I never really had a Chevelle. I, I wish I had a Chevelle, but I've, I, the Chevelle is my dream car, like a 71 oh, kind of round body. Uh huh. I had a 68 um, GTO. So that was my competition always. Yeah. Chevelle. Oh yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah. The GTOs are and, sweet. Yeah. And so, I, yeah, I wish I had a story of this car that I had, but all it is is a bug. <laughs> well, it's funny because the first time I went to, this was a long, long time ago, but the first time I went to an actual um, dr track, a, a quarter mile strip, uh, it was the days, it must have been the early 80s. So it was the days when people were really hot rodding those Volkswagens. They were putting Porsche engines in them and they, mm -hmm. I mean, you could, you could hot rod those for cheap. And there was a bunch of them there that were f way faster than my car. And they sounded like a chainsaw. They just, mm -hmm. they had the weirdest sound. It was like a chainsaw going down the strip. This, this crazy, crazy stuff. So do you have, uh, do you watch the NHRA? Do you have like a favorite um, uh, drag race star or past or present, anything like that? If I subscribe to something where I could watch it, unfortunately, I'm I'm one of these guys that that you know, Twitch is my TV, Twitch is my entertainment. Oh, okay, cool. I no mean, wonder, you, yeah. 
I mean, seriously, I've got Hulu and that's it. Um, I would love to, if I had the time, but I really don't to, um, to watch more drag racing, but, uh, uh, I have met, um, let's see, I shouldn't have even started because I can't, uh, Tony Schumacher, Tony Schumacher. Um, yeah, I've met him. He's pretty Mm -hmm. cool. And Anton Brown is really Anton Brown. He is just so down to earth. Um, I've been in the pits and he's there working on his own car and putting fuel in his own car where the other guys are, you know, having other people do all that stuff. Wow. But I love, I love drag racing. The, um, have you ever been to one of those? I have still not been to a top fuel. It's definitely something I want to do. And they don't, it's not that far. They do it in Portland, which is like a hundred miles from me. So (sighs) I really want, and I lived in LA where they do the summer nationals, winter nationals. The winter nationals are in Pomona. And I was, I really meant to go to that, uh, but I just never got over to it. Uh, it's cool. But yeah, it's, it's, that's an experience I really would love to go. Cause I've been to other, you know, I've been to races where they have everything but top fuel and, um, you know, watching anything doing an eight second pass is amazing. But now we're seeing three second passes, you know, yeah. under four. That blows my, I don't know if people listening to this understand what that means. Your car does a 19 second quarter mile. (laughs) No, right. (laughs) These guys are doing it in 3.4. Oh man. Until you're there. Unbelievable. Yeah. Until you're there and you feel the power and you smell it. Oh my gosh. The nitromethane. When you go to the pits, when they crank those cars up, it's, it's like tear gas. I mean, everyone's eyes start burning and start running. You can't breathe. It takes your breath. Uh, but I love it. I move, everyone else moves away. I move closer then. And I, I love the smell of the nitro, the nitro methane. Uh, it's yeah, it's a real rush. It's, yeah. It's awesome. It's, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I'm looking at my list now. I did have some, I'm, I know I'm skipping things. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you liked all kinds of games. What made you, um, well, for one, I guess there's two questions. Do you do the the simulator exclusively do you still do other games and what what drew you to the the sim doing the sim i have totally forsaken everything else all right <laughs> i really have you've seen uh, the light <laughs> yeah i have i started out with nintendo stuff only um i've mm-hmm. had every nintendo console there is i've owned them all and so i started out even streaming with the nintendo switch um, it really was never into PC gaming and never owned a, a PC that could run a game until I decided to start streaming. But again, I started out with the Nintendo Switch, um, streaming Animal Crossing of all things. Yes, Scruffy <laughs> was an Animal Crossing streamer. <laughs> if you can believe that. Um, and uh, Mario Kart, I would do that. Did some Jackbox. That was probably one of my first PC, you know, quote unquote games was, was doing Jackbox stuff. Um, and I love puzzle platformers. If you've ever heard of Castlevania, that's a, that's a classic puzzle platformer. So not really puzzle, but platforming, you know, jumping from one platform to the next and fighting enemies and stuff like that. Um, but I love doing puzzles. And so anything like, um, some of the viewers may, may know Ori and the will of the wisp or hollow Knight. Those are some of the games I played. But then one of the um, one of my viewers, who's also a streamer, uh, who I used to lurk on Thursday nights, he was he he was flight simming, and I really I was like, dude, what is this? And so he was telling me about it. And he said, man, you can change the time, you can do change the weather, and it's just like really flying. And so I really got interested because I've always had a fascination for flying, mm-hmm. um, and so. I said, yeah, you know, I got to try this. And I started looking at some other streamers that were doing it. So I jumped in, you know, got the sim and tried it myself and just got hooked. And I have not looked back. I mean, uh, flight simming, it, it's its just amazing. And the community is where it's at. I mean, the, the community is amazing. It is. We say this over and over again. The c- community is, is really mind-boggling. It, mm-hmm. It's still... Um, I still get kind of blown away when people start watching and they don't know what it is. And that happens like every, at least once a week, um, maybe more. And I, and they don't say anything, but it, yeah. it's still kind of surprising. Cause I know it's sold 
over a million, which is really big for a flight sim game. Um, I mean, I noticed that Microsoft came out and said, we've sold this many games, you know, in the first year. And nobody else says that. And I, you know, none of the other simulators say right. anything about how much they've sold. And I think I know why. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, think I can exactly. guess why they're not <laughs> saying anything. Yeah, we, you know, we sold some games. <laughs> it's, not, it's not really a big game. I think even Asobo and Microsoft were blown away by the response. And it probably had a lot to do with everyone being in their homes and, and wanting something to do. But it's, it's definitely, you know, this is my, at least my fifth sim or something. Well, I had four on my desktop when I bought this. I had, uh, you know... Well, this would have been, yeah, this was the fourth one when I bought the thing. And it's, it's a whole different experience. Um, but then the community adds so much to it because I was starting to kind of get bored and scratch my head um, when I started. I don't even know how I stumbled on streamers. I have no idea how I stumbled on it, but I started watching some streamers and seeing what they were doing and, and seeing how into people were. Uh, and I had been doing YouTube videos, so I thought I would try it. And yeah, just the outpouring of, support that you get is it's really mind-boggling um even at that it's not paying it's not going to pay for my gear but it's <laughs> it's mind-boggling which it is. is still fun it's really fun which is i also wanted to ask you you have a, a pretty nice setup now does that is some of that stuff things you had from doing videography already or did you build a setup for the for doing streaming so some of it is a carryover. Um, I'm one, <clears throat> excuse me, my wife will tell you that if I'm going to do something, I'm going to go full in and and do it. And and she, she always fusses at me because you always want the best of everything. Right. So I had, I already had two cameras, the, the one camera that you're seeing right now. Um, mm -hmm. And then I've got another camera that I use for shooting video. And the lights, and, and that's pretty much all I had. Everything else, everything else I bought just for streaming only. Um, so, you, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I forgot your question. That was, <laughs> main, that was mainly it, just about equipment and, and how, <laughs> okay. you know, how it came about. And you have a Go XLR, is that right? Because mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking of getting one of those. And um, Captain Narash has was talking it up one day. Has, did you always have that or did you stream without it and then get one? Nope. So before I started streaming, I bought everything you see. So that um, gives me no, there's no way I can compare it then. No, no. Yeah. I mean, I've, seriously, <laughs> no, there's nothing. It's, I it's can all get. you've known. <laughs> yeah, that's all I've known. Oh, uh, yeah. There was a streamer. The first streamer that I started watching um, was Evil, E-Y-V-L. And she um, was playing Splatoon. Um, and so I, she, she became who I was really watching a lot, but she had a go XLR. So, and she had this mic, so you can kind of see where I'm going with this. She had a mm -hmm. stream deck and she, she sounded good, you know, and audio was good and everything. So when I started looking, I asked her, you know, about these things and I kind of modeled my gear after what she was doing. And I'm glad I did. I love the go XLR. It's well, yeah, you have really a really amazing, you have a really nice setup. I'm, I kind of came from the opposite end. It was, can I do this with what I have was kind of my question. Um, but of course, being someone, being like all of us who stream immediately, I started, well, it would be better if I got a nicer mic because I didn't right. want to buy, it was buying a board for this mic or getting a mic that um, is similar, but you don't need a board. Because I, again, I kind of wanted to see what I could do with a computer and I'm about at the edge of that um, experiment now. <laughs> at the end of that experiment, I'm happy with what I'm doing, but um, I'll probably start building building from here. Yeah, so when I started streaming, I wanted to have everything in place. I didn't want to... Um, I, I didn't want to start out not having everything I needed, so I wanted to start out right and do it, you know, do it like I am. And, and so I, I didn't have a PC. I bought a PC just for streaming. Oh wow! The Go XLR. Yeah, I mean, I, and I, wow. I, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But the PC, the Go XLR, the Stream Deck, the monitors, the everything. I bought everything all at once, just just for this purpose. And then your PC died, and you had to build another one. Oh, I've got Isn't such that a right? story about that. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's. Uh, I got totally I got totally screwed on the first computer, and then yeah, the the uh, something fried my motherboard, and I ended up having to buy a motherboard, a um, processor, 
a new case. I'm looking at it, trying to remember what all else I needed. Uh, Ram. So I, yeah, I, I had to buy a lot, but it, it's, it's a he, long, 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 long story. And I promise I'm not going to go into that today. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite all right. It's just, it's part of, uh, I like to bring it up because it's part of the P it's part of the game. It's part mm -hmm. of, Doing flight sims, definitely part of streaming. I mean, probably every streamer I started out watching has gotten a computer since I started watching them. And I've, you know, I haven't been watching that long, but I think yeah. everyone that I have, that I watched in the beginning has, it's now got at least one new computer. Cause I know like, uh, uh, flights with Fabio has redone his entire setup. I know that, you know, Two-Tone Murphy has added a computer, at least one. I, he might have gotten two new computers. Uh, wow. Just it, it just is part of it. I'm, I'm looking at doing the same thing. I was, I'm really hesitating because I thought I was going to have to buy a new computer and I hate buying computers. And then recently I did an, you know, I did a build with just the parts I need, mm -hmm. which would be a power supply and a graphics card and a motherboard. Oh, and a processor. So it's mm. most of the PC, but then I can use, I could do what I did last time, which was awesome. I, I did this the last time I needed to, well, for this stream, for this SIM, I, I knew I needed a graphics card and to put a graphics card in, I needed a motherboard and a processor and I had just bought a power supply. So I was thinking, well, I just bought this power supply. I don't want to go get a computer. So I bought all those parts and threw it in. And the great thing was that um, after a little bit of frustration and one call to Microsoft, I had the computer all running like like it was the old computer with new parts. So that part was, so I didn't have to reinstall nice. anything. It was oh, like, cool. I hooked up the old drives to the new board. I called Microsoft and they said, and by the way, it's digital now. So that if you do this again, all you gotta do is, you know, is sign in and you have your Microsoft back. So yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. Oh, that's pretty sweet. shocking. I was, I mean, I'm not at all looking forward to the price of a new um, card, but oh, <laughs> at, least I, right. yeah, at least I know <laughs> I can do it. If I have to do it, I can do it. Um, but also, you know, I love your shout out system and just the fact that you're big into supporting streamers. Mm -hmm. Is there even a, 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 like, is there a list of people you could think of that you, that either inspired you or that you're still inspired by? people streaming now, whether it's um, flight sim or whatever it is. Yeah. So, uh, to begin with, it was, it was evil is really who got me into Twitch and, and, you know, wanting to stream to begin with. And then I've got to, I'm, I'm, I owe a huge debt to a streamer called T-F-A-U-E, T-F-A-Y-U-E, a uh, variety streamer. So I went, but like everybody else, I mean, we all start with zero followers and we all wonder, you know, am I going to make it? what what's it going to take to grow you know and stuff and so i went to after two weeks i think it was i went to bed one night after streaming with 26 followers uh you probably you know everyone remembers those days oh yeah got, oh you know, yeah you're, you're struggling <laughs> and, and you want to promote yourself all over everyone's channels but you know not to and so i woke up the next morning uh, i think i was going to stream but i got on the pc and i had 52 followers so i went to bed at night with 22 i think it was woke up with 52 or 20 something woke up with 52 unbeknownst to me someone that i didn't even know had been in my community and went to excuse me a minute went to another streamer's channel this tfa yui and told him about me well tfa has this thing called luna and i don't remember what the acronym is but it's basically a program that helps new streamers hit affiliate Oh, wow. so he, yeah, he would not stop streaming that night until myself and four other people hit affiliate. And so everyone in this channel went and followed all these people, myself and three others, and all four of us hit affiliate on the same day. Um, so I kind of owe a debt of gratitude. I owe a debt of gratitude to TFA um, for that. Um, but currently, you know, I really, um, I really look up to you. Um, Tomo's world. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm going to get in trouble. Um, That's okay. so many people, you know, for naming people, um, Shoney Gaiman, right. I really enjoy Shoney. Um, and, and there's just, there's so many others that, that have, you know, have kind of cycled through people and yeah, I'll just. 
Yeah, it's hard. It was it was a tough question. It is hard. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even think it. It is hard to name up. <laughs> My apologies. No, uh, no, no, that's okay. Of, yeah, because I mean, I've I'm still streaming basically because of the support of other streamers. That's the only reason. Mm -hmm. I never got fifty or twenty in a day, but um, every raid adds people and adds enthusiasm. And even if even if people raid and nobody in that raid follows at all. It still makes me think, well, at least, you know, at least someone's watching out there. At least someone's interested because um, I'm always kind of on the fence about um, if what I'm doing is interesting or not. It's like, mm -hmm. is, is anyone really want to see this? But it's so, I was doing YouTube videos and, you know, it's nothing like Twitch took off so much faster. It, it's, it's so yeah. much bigger. There's so much more enthusiasm um so i never really tried live youtube but it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like the same thing at all so yeah no, once i, I agree went, yeah. yeah once i went here it was just like it was a whole whole different world you know and i just have a hard time finding the energy to do i've got a youtube channel and mm -hmm. all i do is take my vod's from twitch cut the intro cut the ending and put it on there <laughs> and then i add my own you know intro you know come come see me on twitch or whatever but i just have a hard time finding the energy to do all the planning that i need to for the flight sim streams plus do a really edit a five or six hour vod down to where it needs to be interesting for twitch i mean for youtube and so i just post my vods to youtube and and put all my energy into twitch and it's it's working yeah you because youtube was a whole different field i mean i was doing anything like 10 to 20 minute videos and still yeah. occasionally put those up. And that video takes as long as doing a four hour stream. It, it right. takes as long as the planning and the, you know, doing the four, it takes just as long and you just don't get a lot of feedback from it. It looks nicer. No. I'll say it, it always looks better because you have edits and, and you know, it, I play with the sound a little, but it's different. It's different. So yeah, with, with the, um, my helicopter series i'm going to start doing a helicopter teaching series and i'm just going to basically take the vod and mm -hmm. put it over on youtube with a you know with a card thing yeah. here it is if you want you know see i think it. the yeah. i think the draw to twitch one of the draws is um just like it is with live tv you know back back in our day i don't i'm i'm i'm, I'm assuming how old you are and i'm sorry um, but back in the day, Carol Burnett, Carol Burnett show. Did you ever watch the Carol Burnett show? Oh yeah. You know, well, anything. Yeah. Yeah. In, in Saturday night live, anything that's live, what are we looking for? You know, with, with NASCAR racing, what are people looking for? They're looking for mistakes. That's mm -hmm. what the draw is to a lot of these things. They're looking for the crash in NASCAR. They're looking for the, you know, the actor that is just absolutely about to bust a gut because they can't hold in their laughter because another actor did something to try to crack them up. That's that's the draw to these things. And I think that's the draw to Twitch over YouTube is people can come to Twitch and they see us in our how we are, you know, right. Dang, Lord knows yep. I'll have a brain fart a million times during a stream and forget what I'm saying. Um, you know, we'll crash a plane or whatever. But then on YouTube, we've cleaned all that up. We're, you know, we're perfect yeah. people on YouTube. <laughs> that's true. You but do, on yep. Twitch, pe people are here yep. looking for you know looking for those things, and I think that's the 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 big difference between YouTube and Twitch is is the live aspect. I think that's true. I mean, YouTube is trying. I've noticed they're really trying to follow in the Twitch footsteps. They've made mm -hmm. their live programs almost follow the Twitch stuff exactly. Like they're really trying to copy it, but it's kind of too late. And uh, when I had my 500 follower stream. And had the worst stream ever as far as problems. I mean, you know, my computer, everything shut off. <laughs> I have never had that happen ever. I got it all started. You know, I came back. Everyone was still there. Not everyone. But a lot of people were still mm -hmm. there moments later. And uh, after the stream, I went, oh, well, that's what they're looking for. Yeah, what am I thinking? That's why, that's why they're here. <laughs> that's exactly why exactly. they're here. That was that the, the crash in NASCAR, you know. That was, that was it. Uh, just, yeah. Correct. Yeah, my yeah. most discouraging moment um, since since the, the channel has grown was on New Year's Eve, and it was a, it was going to be a big moment for me. I was super excited about New Year's, almost as excited as I was about today's stream. Um, mm -hmm. 
But New Year's, I had planned this flight path from Long Island to Niagara Falls with the fireworks mod that I saw on your channel. Um, and it was going to be huge. I started out, I had, oh, I had a bunch of people, had a ton of people flying along. And I had three CTDs. And on Steam, when you have a CTD, to my knowledge, there is no way to recover except for shutting your PC down and oh, restarting it. Oh, no. Yeah. So oh, I didn't even times, know that. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. So three times during that stream, I had to shut my computer all the way down, restart my stream three times on New Year's Eve. And did I lose some people? Yes. I was super disappointed, but I still ended up. It was it was an amazing stream. Is one one of my one of my favorites, that's, even with all the problems. Yeah, that's great. And you got to show some people some fireworks. Yeah, yeah, that, it was awesome. That was man. such an awesome add-on. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, we're getting uh, getting down to the wire here, and um, I'm gonna. Ha I have some questions that I ask. Well, I'm starting to. Sometimes I ask <laughs> these questions of all. Quick fire round? This is it's kind of like the quick fire round, but. I, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm not too telling Murphy, so it's the fast fire round. Oh, there you and, go. Okay. And, you can, <laughs> and you can take your time. Um, it, these are fun because you get different answers and to, you know maybe you find out more about whoever the guest is. So the first one, do you like turtles? You know, I'm not opposed to them, but I can't say I've ever kissed one. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I ask this because I'm a big I, I'm a big lover of Hawaii and they have sea turtles there and cool. I wonder if they have sea turtles off your coast as well. They probably do. Uh, I'm yeah, yes, yes. I know we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I do. think so. Yeah. Um. There's there's some places in I think it's Hilton Head Island where yeah you gotta you gotta watch because the sea turtles. Um. But no, I I like turtles. Am I a am I a turtle fan? I mean, sorry. That's quite all right. <laughs> I don't have a pet turtle. <laughs> Neither do I. That would be illegal, the kind I like. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got a sea turtle oh, farm in my backyard. Yeah, exactly. I sell them for soup. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> have you ever thought about doing a podcast yourself? Dude, let me tell you, I have. I, I have done a podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, it was called Lost in the Dryer. It was when I was a, a variety streamer. And I had no freaking clue what I was doing. I had a really, really difficult time. The first one flowed really good. The second one, I struggled. Um, I didn't know how to do it. And, and I just, I stopped. So yeah, the, the, there, if you search lost in the dryer, you'll probably see my, um, my logo, but there's no podcast out there. So you think I should know something about doing a podcast to do it? Is that is there, is, it, is that some kind of requirement? <laughs> I'll have to look into that. Okay. I just, you know, I really struggled. I struggled. Um, I didn't know. I didn't know what topic. I wanted to be a positive light. You know, kind of like I am mm -hmm. on Twitch. I wanted to be that way on 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 podcasts, and I just didn't know what I was doing. So I may no. come back to it. Yeah, I may you, come back to it. But I don't. You know. just asked. You just ask guests on that are have a positive outlook. That's all yep. you do. Uh, do you believe in luck? Uh, you know what? I don't. I don't. I am. Mm -hmm. um, I I do have religious beliefs. Um, I mm -hmm. keep those to myself for the most part, just you know, for obvious reasons. Um, so no, I think everything happens for a reason. Interesting. Yep, I do. That's yeah. I guess that's different than luck. Yeah. Okay. Uh, social media, good or bad? Oh, it's good. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I love social media probably because I'm addicted to it. Like a lot of people are, mm. uh, so it's, it's, it's good in ways. It has, it's good and bad. I mean, I, I have seen people that literally are addicted to it. Um, and they just can't put their phone down and they can't stay away from it. And they, you know, they're into all the drama and all that stuff. So in that, in that, in that aspect, it's not good. Um, but as far as we are concerned as content creators i don't think we'd be where we where we are without it yeah that's true it. and i mean it's hot. sometimes i forget that twitch is social media because it, mm -hmm. it's you know it's such a different medium but that's what it is it's it is social media so that part of it's good um do you have a favorite podcast do you listen to podcasts 
I, I wish I could say I did want listen to them, Joel. I'm sorry. That's quite but all I, right. I work uh, five minutes from home. Oh, so right. My my commute isn't you not know, many. Such that I, yeah. I don't There's not a lot of five-minute podcasts. There's a few five-minute <laughs> podcasts, but not a lot. As soon as you got it turned on, you'd be done. Um, yeah. you, you get any new furniture lately? Oh, wow. Um, Actually, no, I have not. The, the, I, I was trying to think of what the newest piece of furniture I have was, and I think it's this chair that I'm sitting in. Well, the there you go. Time. That's a new new yeah. one. Is so it comfy? It is, yeah. Good, I really like it. it. I'm a, I'm a big guy. I weigh 380 pounds, so it's hard to find a you know one of these gamer chairs isn't quite suited for for a big guy like me. So no, gotta... well they make a big one, but I don't even I don't know. Yeah, I didn't realize. I had no idea. Did, yeah. So did you play football? I did not. I was I was really I was super skinny. Um, if I turned sideways, you probably wouldn't see me when I was in high school and college. But I uh, got married, and yeah, I'm I'm kind of on some weight <laughs> <laughs> um what was the last thing you bought online oh, let me make sure my wife's not close by oh <laughs> uh, let's see good lord what was the last thing i bought um you know probably the last honestly the last thing i bought was was this as i was planning my uh my vr stream look at that yeah and yeah. and uh, actually you need to say because mostly this oh, is audio <laughs> so <laughs> sorry about so that describe to the the listening audience what what that is what's the technical term of this is it a um navigational ruler i don't even know what it's called it should say right on it i think it says on it it does not maybe not maybe not but it yeah let's not. go with that it's a navigational ruler it's yeah, we'll an, go with that. It, it, I'll, I'll a, make myself sound really professional. It's a place to, it's a way to uh, do VFR flights uh, and map it out on your map. Yeah, so that's that's actually what I did. Um, that was the last thing I bought that I can remember. Um, yeah. And do you have an E6B? I do, actually. Um, All right. Yeah. Just, I just right wanted over, to right over was, here. That's great. So people are still buying those. That's good. Yeah. I mean, I think you still have to have one to get through flight school. You do. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I remember sitting, taking the um, remote pilots exam and wondering what the heck is this thing? Because they give you like two mints and, and the E6B and mm -hmm. a couple other little things in their calculator and some other stuff. But I always wondered what the heck is this thing for? And now I know. It's pretty amazing because when you think about it, when that, whoever invented that, when that came out, it must have been a revelation. Mm -hmm. It, it must have been, you know, wow, we don't have to do math anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it really, it does a lot for you. Um, oh, this is a good one. Have you broken any laws lately? Um, can I? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah. Can I just leave it at that? <laughs> you can't, sure. <laughs> oh, have you ever wanted to do something else for a living other than... Uh, the, like, well, for instance, have you ever thought about making the podcast, the podcast, I always say that, the stream uh, a full-time gig? Oh, you know, I think, I think a lot of people, when they first learn about Twitch and they watch all the big people, that's their dream. That's their goal, you know, is, oh, I want to do this full-time. Um, was that mine? Mm, I was, I was really more realistic because by then um, I had already had my, my drone business, which was going to replace my full-time job, which still hasn't. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was more realistic about Twitch, but um, would I like it to? Oh, heck yeah. But, you know, at 53 years old with the benefits I have where I'm working, realistically, probably not. But yeah, that'd be, right. that'd be pretty cool. Right. But it could be some good supplemental income. I never had the idea of, of it at all myself because I'm already retired and it, it doesn't it doesn't oh, have nice. to. The fact, if it could buy me a couple of add-ons, that would be fantastic. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, and things to give away, like you were saying, a lot of your giveaways were actually purchased through the stream. So that is awesome. Yep. Um, oh, here's one. Do you believe in talent? Oh, most definitely. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I do. Um, yeah, I, I do. My talent, um, I think, is just, you know, working with my hands is my talent. I'm not a dancer. I'm not a singer. Um, but yeah. But that's a talent. I, 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 that is definitely a talent, I think. It's not, it you know, everyone has different talents. 
I, th I think uh, learning is a talent, you know, and being a lot of talented people say they don't. I've seen some very talented uh, celebrities say they don't believe in talent. It's all about hard work. <clears throat> Excuse me. And well, you know, uh, that mm. that is a talent, I think. To work hard, I think, is is kind of a talent as well. It's, it's Yeah, I it's, mean, hard work is definitely... Yeah, I'd have to disagree with those celebrities because, yeah, I mean, I think yeah. I think every one of us has something, something in us that that we we can do better than other things. And yes, does it take education and hard work to to hone those things? Yeah, just like when you're when you're a bodybuilder like I am. <laughs> that, that's right, you're 320 pounds. It's a bodybuilder. <laughs> yeah. It takes that hard work and, and stuff to to build those muscles. But yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I believe in talent. Yeah, a lot of chicken. Yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, do you believe there's something after this? Yes, one hundred percent. All right, yep. I, I know there is. Yeah, I figured that was the answer. Oh, you yeah. know there is. Ooh, yep. uh, does that mean you've had a um, a um, NDE? No. 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 Oh, okay. No. Okay. <laughs> I'm just that strong in my faith. Uh, I'm good. Good. That's good. Good thing to be. Good place to be. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Scruffy Tam or Bill King, it's been really great having you on the podcast. This has been a lot of fun. I think we're going to wrap it up, let you uh, get some rest because you've been going since 5 a.m. my time. Yeah, I've been That's, going for a while. I've been going a long time. All right. Well, thank you for listening. This has been, were you still talking? This is Joel Albrecht, and my guest today has been Bill King. Uh, Twitch Twitcher streamer Twitch streamer auto auto audio I almost said audio audio auto technician uh, and more information will be in the notes if you want to find out more see what we're talking about there will be links in the notes thanks so much for listening remember if you want to support the podcast the best way is to tell other people about it tell your friends tell your family uh, share it on your social media if you want sure however you like thanks so much for listening we will be back. I can't say we'll be back soon because I never know these days. As soon as I find another fantastic guest, we will have another podcast. And as always, be good to each other and be good to yourself. <laughs>